0: Welcome to episode two of the Super Beings podcast, The Rise of Wealth Circulators. I'm so excited to dive into this topic, but before I do, I wanna welcome all of our new listeners. My name's Aloka Potherai. I'm founder and CEO of Uplift Millions. We're a global coaching consulting company that helps leaders and entrepreneurs who value people planning a profit be able to scale their impact. I'd also like to invite you to the Super Beings app this is at superbeings.app, and uh, that is where we are hosting 156 trainings, our masterclass bundle. We've got challenges in there, and I do a ton of teaching straight from that app. It's a, Go get the free trial today. You will thank me later. And finally, I'd like to invite you to Transcendence, our three-day live event that will be happening in uh, Arizona. Uh, m- go to upliftmillions.com event for more information. So let's dive in. What does it mean to be a wealth circulator and why is it important? Well, first and foremost, these are the folks that I love hanging out with. So there are three phases of wealth. The first phase is the ability to be a wealth generator, right? That's what entrepreneurs are looking to jumpstart. That's that early stage where you're looking to get cash flow rolling. You've got to be able to generate wealth before you can go on to the next two stages. Once you're generating wealth, you can move into being what's called a wealth accumulator. So the difference here between those two is that most wealth generators actually just spend all their money. And so they're actually usually pretty much a hair away from broke. And so wealth accumulators are that next stage. They're able to start saving for their family's needs, their children's education, uh, their retirement, and they're able to do the things that start creating the insulation that their family may need in order to feel secure. The third stage is being a wealth circulator. And this is such a glorious role that one gets to be able to do. Now, most of the people I work with, most of my clients, they typically want to be wealth circulators before they're actually in a position to do so. And that makes sense, right? Because many of them might say, well, I'm not in this for the money. I'm in this for the impact. And, you know, let's be real, the impact that you want to create is going to be directly, proportionally connected to your ability to move flows of money. So think about that for a second and really begin to get a handle on, well, what is the impact that you want to create? And then start asking yourself questions like, well, how much is that impact actually going to cost in order to create that into the world, right? And once we start getting a handle on this, we realize, wow, like, I, in order to make the impact that I truly want to make uh, as a super being in the world who isn't just only focused on myself and creating the best life for me, but also wants that for my partner, for my children, for my employees, for my clients, for my friends, for my family members, right? It's like those of us that are sitting with a vision of knowing that we came to earth to benefit something bigger than just ourselves. Well, this is where you're going to want to take on wealth circulator identity. Wealth circulator identity is that core understanding that it is your job as a super being entrepreneur to move flows of money through you. You're merely a conduit for energy. And many people find this to be some very kind of woo-woo spiritual idea, but it really isn't. It's actually a very straightforward and it's basically a scientific set of ideas. Which is that energy is moving all the time, everywhere, all around you, nonstop, at in every second of your breathing, waking, and sleeping life. Energy is moving around you in the form of electricity. Its energy is moving around you in the form of nature. Nature is moving energy all around you, all of the time, right? And then you can think about the energy that's flowing in between you and other humans you and other animals, you and nature. Everything is a form of nature, uh, is a form of energy. So if you can understand that, and then you can understand that money is simply one form that energy takes. Now, this is a bigger leap, primarily because so many people have so many stigmas about money and wealth, uh, especially those who want to do the most good in the world. It's a fascinating, fascinating Uh, paradox that those who want to do the most good in the world also tend to have the most uh, guilt and objections and negative judgments about money. So as a wealth circulator, what I'd love to begin for you to really embrace is that you're merely just a conduit, a pipeline for money energy to flow to and through you. So the two part would be being a wealth generator, right? Then there's the wealth accumulator. And then the wealth circulator would be as the money moves through you for the benefit of humanity. Now, obviously, you get to begin to think about how much do you need to set aside to provide for your family in the short term, the midterm, and the long term. Okay, phenomenal, right? So there will be a certain percentage of accumulation and a certain percentage of circulation. So begin to define that for yourself. And there's no right or wrong here, right? Some people might say, uh, I want to give myself permission to accumulate 30% of what comes in the door, and I'm going to circulate 70%. Or you might say, I'm going to accumulate 90%, and I'm going to circulate 10%. It's really up to you. Now, I want to give you some frames for what circulation can look like. And I call these the four circles of contribution. So the first circle is where you have enough money flowing through you where you can just take care of yourself. And that's a great starting place. Most grown adults can't even really just take care of themselves. About 75% of America is living paycheck to paycheck, one uh, medical emergency away from bankruptcy. So to simply place yourself into that first circle of contribution where you're earning enough to take care of yourself is already a revolution. The second circle of contribution is uh, where you can take care of yourself and your family. This too is a revolution where you're able to start earning enough where you can take care of your needs, your family's needs in the short term, the medium term and the long term. The short term might be literally rent or mortgage, food, clothing on their backs, uh, school tuition, the kind of most immediate needs for your household to be able to exist. The medium term could be things like, well, you know that your car is going to break down in a few years, or you know that you have a child who will eventually need to go to college. So you might begin to start stacking away cash for that. And the long term would be things like retirement, right? How long do you want to have to keep working before you could theoretically stop? So thinking that way and being in circle two, uh, of the four circles of contribution, where you are now able to take care of yourself and your family in the short term, the medium term, and the long term, well, that is that is an absolute, absolute gold star, medal of honor. Uh, it, it's It's something that very few people are actually conscious of creating. The third circle of contribution is where you can take care of yourself, your family, And you can begin to start investing resources, money, and time into your community. And now you start uplifting your community. For you, that might be your local community. That might be a a citywide community. could be state. It could be national. Whatever you define investing into your community to mean. The fourth circle of contribution is when you have so much abundance flowing through you that you can now start investing time, energy, money, and resources into changing the world. This is where you start might start aiming to have a global footprint. Maybe your mission becomes to uplift millions or for the wild ones out there, you actually believe inside yourself that you could touch 1 billion lives during your lifetime. So get a handle on where you are in the four circles of contribution. There's no shame in any of the circles that you're in, but most of the clients that I work with, they already see themselves in circle number four, when in fact, most of them are really in circles number two or three. I don't have a ton of clients that are in circle number one. I have some that come in the door who do our level one programs. But for the most part, most of our clients at Uplift Millions are typically already ringing the register. They're already a wealth generator. They're working on becoming a wealth accumulator, and they're positioning themselves to become a wealth circulator. So as you're listening to this, I really encourage you to begin to think through what does it mean to me to be a wealth circulator? You might ask yourself, how much do I desire to circulate during my lifetime? This is a phenomenal question to ask yourself. Most people have literally never asked themselves that exact question. What would change inside of you if you began to think in line with the version of you who just answered that question. I mean literally begin to say and some people would say well the change I want to make is priceless. Well, you're going to struggle to make that impact or create that reality when you're not really thinking through what would it take. And this brings me to one of those ideas of what you put your attention on improves. Another way of saying it is what you measure grows. So If right now you begin to think through and say, well, in order to create the impact, I would need to become a wealth circulator who is able to circulate X dollars through my ideas during my lifetime. What a fascinating idea that is. See, most people will talk a big game, right? A lot of the entrepreneurs and leaders who I coach, they they have big, huge visions of what they want to do whether they want to help people with their health or their finances or their relationship or their sex life, whatever the mode of improvement or uplift they want to create, oftentimes they just have the story of the vision. But once we start translating, this is one of the things I love doing with my clients is having them really begin to translate and understand what's the cost of that vision. See, the moment you start beginning to think that way. And this is, I'd say, one of the big differences between just a a run-of-the-mill CEO and a super-being CEO. The super-being is beginning to say, huh, I came to Earth with a big mission. And I know that as humans, we are hardwired in our DNA for service and making other people's lives better. And if that is the identity that I'm striking, being a super-being CEO I'm not just going to think about how can we make the most profits in the company. I'm not just going to be thinking about what are the risk factors out in the marketplace, right? These are all very common CEO ways of thinking. But super being CEOs are going to begin to ask more sophisticated questions, like in order to create my biggest impact in the world, how much money energy needs to flow through me over what duration of my life? In my case, I'm looking at the next... 40 to 60 years of my life and asking who would I need to become in order to plant 1 billion trees during my lifetime and fund $1 billion of 0% interest loans to women entrepreneurs around the world. Why? Because I know that those two factors can radically change the world. If we plant trees and fuel more money through more female entrepreneurs and provide them greater access to capital, We will see all of the major problems facing the world today begin to be reduced and most likely reduced dramatically. And I include migration, energy issues, economies, safety, public health, education. All of these social and environmental metrics will move in the right direction, I believe, when we plant more trees and we increase the amount of money flowing through more women. So in order to do that, I have to ask myself, well, what would it take to become a wealth circulator who created the flows of money that would create those outcomes? It's a tall task, you're darn right. It's an absolutely tall task. But most of my clients come to me, they have no idea how tall that task is. But the moment that you begin to define how tall that task is, is literally, you cannot help this from happening. You will start becoming the person who would create that outcome and to be more specific about it i would argue you you're going to become the wealth circulator who will create that outcome now the forms that that wealth circulation could take can come in many different ways right i've seen clients move flows of money directly through their business i've also seen moments where i've had the honor of working with clients where the changes we make start facilitating their wealth circulation at a much more uh, substantial speed. Both of which are opportunities for being a wealth circulator. Did you hear that? So it's not just how do you measure it through your own company or through your own ways of generating wealth, but it's also the ripple effects of the hearts and minds that you touch along the way and how that might shift the trajectory and add to what my first book is entitled Maximum Impact Potential. See, that is one of the big frames that I love thinking about, right? Which is what is your maximum impact potential during your lifetime? And in order to create your maximum impact potential out into the world during your lifetime, (laughs) it, it makes sense, right? That you'd have to become a wealth circulator, one who's able to move wealth. Now, one of the misconceptions that people have about being a wealth circulator is they really only think about it in relationship to philanthropy, right? Oh, I look forward to one day being a philanthropist who's able to give blank number of dollars to the nonprofits that I believe in. So they think about wealth circulation from a philanthropic landscape. And that makes sense. And that certainly is absolutely a valuable and vital element of being a wealth circulator right? It simply states something to the extent of, as my company earns more, I'll give more. Okay, great. And you'll donate to the causes that you believe in. And that is a wonderful, wonderful commitment. But I'd like to argue that being a wealth circulator includes more than just your philanthropic flows of money. It actually also includes your employees, your staff, the people that you employ directly and indirectly, the contractors, the subcontractors, everybody who is receiving benefit from the flows uh, into your business economy and or into your personal economy. You start seeing how as you earn more and you spend more, and again, I still want to encourage that you accumulate money so you create safety in your economy. And again, that's going to be a balance that each of you gets to think through what that that balance between accumulation and circulation that will feel best for you and safest for you and your family. And you can discuss that with your husband or your wife. And, and depending on the age of your children, you could even discuss that with your children, really become uh, someone who creates an inclusive conversation. But I'd like you all to really also focus on, look at all the money that begins to circulate because you're hiring more employees that benefits their families and all of the spending and circulation that they will increasingly be able to do because of working with your organization. Or you might look at your personal economy and maybe as your personal economy grows, which means you're earning more yourself as a household and likely there will be some increased spending. Well, that money is circulating to the restaurants and the hotels and the travel destinations and and all of the contractors, subcontractors and employees and their families. I mean, just feel that for a second. Feel how incredible that feels to be the ripple effect into other people's lives such that they can economically have safety, stability, and sovereignty in their lives. Just soak that in for a second. Begin to feel in like what it feels like to imagine circulating ever-increasing flows of capital into the lives of other beings. That is a magical force. You know, I want to tell you that in my belief system, every country, company, and community needs at least one wealth circulator involved. Now, let me give you a specific example of this. I want you to imagine that there are two leaders, Leader A and Leader B. And they both run a nonprofit that has the exact same mission. Notice I said nonprofit, not for-profit. It really doesn't make a difference to me, but I want you to see it in terms of this example. Because nonprofits are corporations that just simply have a different tax structure. So Leader A and Leader B both lead nonprofits that have the exact same mission. Leader A has a negative relationship to money energy, thinks that money is the root of all evil, Think, believes that money makes people greedy, right? Leader B has a very healthy relationship to money energy, believes in abundance and flows, is highly magnetic, is out there understanding their job is to move flows of money energy, and they want to do it because they believe in their mission so deeply. I just want you, I'm going to ask you two questions. Which leader, Leader A or Leader B, do you think is able to raise more money for their nonprofit? That's right, Leader B. Now I want you to ask yourself, which of those nonprofits will end up creating more impact? Whether that's on the environment, whether that's on animals, whether that's on uh, changing humans' lives. Remember, they had the exact same mission. But Leader B was able to raise more money than Leader A because of their improved relation to money energy and being a wealth circulator. Well, that's right. It is very likely that Leader B's organization will end up touching more lives. They're going to raise more money. They're going to be able to hire more people so they can then execute their mission and vision more broadly than Leader A's organization. This is so important for you to internalize. This is true, whether you're talking about a nonprofit organization, this is true. Imagine a company that doesn't have a single wealth circulator, someone who can grow the business and increase the flow of money circulating within that company. If more money is not flowing within that company, they're not going to be able to expand hiring, which is one of the ways we just talked about being a wealth circulator, right? You can hire more people and start moving more flows of money to more people. That can help their family economy, which helps their local economy, right? Because one of the things that we know is that zip codes that have more wealth circulators in them tend to see better real estate values, better schools, lower crime rates, better hospitals, right? So I'm going to argue that every company, every nonprofit needs to have at least one wealth circulator. But let's go further than that. What about a community, right? If you think about uh, Martin Luther King or Gandhi or Mother Teresa, any of the heavyweights, they were able to move major flows of money, energy and be wealth circulators, right? It's incredible. Look at any movement, every global movement or local movement, national movements ever happened underneath the hood. If you look, you will find at least one wealth circulator whose job it was to move flows of money, energy through the set of ideas. Likewise, look at any city government or state government or national government. You will need to find at least one wealth circulator in leadership positions at each of those levels of government. I hope you're seeing what I'm saying here, which is that what being a wealth circulator is one of the most powerful identities you can ever take on. Now, some people ask me, Alok, Are only some people qualified to be wealth circulators? And the answer is absolutely and emphatically no. Being a wealth circulator is something that's available to everybody. The skills that it requires to become a wealth circulator are learnable, accessible, implementable, and executable, and scalable by anybody who puts their mind to it. Some people would argue that rocket science is actually accessible that people could learn. But I'm going to just position that the ideas that I'm sharing with you today and the skill sets required to become a wealth circulator are nowhere near as complex as rocket science. It simply takes being coachable, being fully committed, and being a learner. There's one other element. You have to be someone who will take bold, courageous, action To become a wealth circulator is not for the faint of heart Most people may not be cut out for it because they've convinced themselves. They aren't but as you're listening to this if You have never considered yourself a wealth circulator. I invite you to leave Listening to this and simply decide that you are that is it That is the first step if you're someone who's already in a position and you're circulating wealth meaning maybe you're running a company or you're head of a division, you're an investor, you're an entrepreneur already. I'd like you to begin to set new wealth circulation goals. Just if you really want a challenge, why don't you take on the challenge to double your wealth circulation over the next year? What would that look like? What forms would that take? This is such a powerful question. That you get to ask yourself and I'm so excited for you to ask yourself these incredibly powerful questions So whether you've never thought about yourself as a wealth circulator or you're doing it, but never really defined it for yourself Begin to make these new decisions Begin to ask yourself. What is the ultimate expression of me as a wealth circulator? What would that look like? What would that take? and most importantly ask yourself this question how would that feel in my body to become that? You see, the emotions that we desire to feel will dictate our entire lives. I hope you heard what I just said. I'm going to say it again. The emotions that you desire to feel will dictate your entire life. So I desire to feel what it feels like to be a leader who somehow creates the flows of money that would plant a billion trees. I want to feel that feeling. I will tell you, that is a 10 out of 10 in my body. Right now, even as I'm saying it to you, it hasn't worn off. It's not something that feels less cool or less exciting to me than when I first thought about the idea. It is equally potent in my imagination and in the central nervous system of my body that just starts ringing off, firing on all cylinders when I think about and imagine what it will feel like to hit that one billion tree planted number. Wow. I mean, I, I chuckle at it right now. I marvel at what that might feel like. To be honest right now, I can't even, I don't even have a role model for it. I don't know someone who's planted a billion trees, who facilitated the planting of a billion trees. I know I have some close models. I know people like Sebastiao Salgado. He's a a, a photographer of the human condition whose work has touched my life so deeply. If you haven't seen his film, Salt of the Earth, I cannot highly recommend that documentary enough. I I was blessed to see it on the big screen and I got to see uh, his black and white images of the human experience of labor movements, of war, of famine, of so many elements of the complex side of the human condition on the big screen, 100-foot wide screen, where I got to see these powerful, powerful images. And one of the things you'll learn, and I'm, I'm sort of revealing the reveal here, but he does something extraordinary in Brazil by the end of the film. And it has to do with planting trees. And I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to ruin the film any further for you. But I want to plant that little seed in your mind There's also a man in India who I know has planted over a million trees and he brought back to life an entire region where he grew up. He was not a wealthy man. He just simply made a decision and then people started joining in on the decision. You see, that's how you can leverage the hearts, minds, and resources of other humans as a wealth circulator yourself in order for your dreams, hopes, and visions to create impact in the world to come to life. I want to honor you for thinking this way. It's a revolution to think this way. It's not the norm for entrepreneurs and leaders to be thinking through the lens of being a wealth circulator. The norm in our society is to focus on the first two progressions, wealth generator and wealth accumulator. And by the way, I'm not saying that you can't go after your dream house or or, or desire your dream car. You can get all those things because there's no lack. I would say the only lack right now is that good-hearted leaders and entrepreneurs often lack the skill sets in order to be able to grow their businesses and increase the flow of money energy through their ideas. And that's why I love working with clients at Up of Millions because we focus on exactly those pieces. So begin to get a handle on what does it mean for you to be a wealth circulator? Now you might Leave this and say, I'm not embracing that identity at all. And that's your prerogative. That's your right. But I imagine if you're still listening right now, it's because you're curious. I'd also recommend that you start surrounding yourselves with wealth circulators. And these people will have a couple characteristics. They will have a big mission and vision, but they will also take the bold, courageous actions that create growing companies or organizations that have increasing flows of money energy through them. I don't recommend that you increase surrounding yourself with other people who might have a big vision but who deeply struggle and are constantly stuck. You see that's that, that's not really what a wealth circulator is. That might be a visionary leader that's an accurate, appropriate title. They've got a big vision for a changing world. They know what they want to create. They consider themselves a leader. But to be a wealth circulator, you both have to have a large vision and the ability to move flows of money energy. Now you may not have mastered that second piece yet, but you are someone who doesn't make excuses. You're growth minded, you're all in, you're fully committed, you're coachable, and therefore, begin to surround yourself with other wealth circulators. I'd also recommend other mentors, guides, advisors, anybody around you who can begin to accelerate. Don't go it alone. That's absolutely not. If you, if you want the slowest path to creating your least impact, go it alone. If you want your fastest path to creating your maximum impact potential, Become a wealth circulator who is surrounded by, a number one, a peer group of growth-minded wealth circulators, and number two, a mentor, guide, or leader who's unemotionally attached to your life, who's not a spouse, a partner, a family member, or a friend, someone who can call you up into your highest and best, someone who can hold that space for you even when you may not see it for yourself. When I began to surround myself with more wealth circulators, in exactly who have the exact characteristics I just told you about, everything in my life began to change. We hold each other to a higher standard of who we're being in our businesses, in our relationships, in our spiritual life, in our physical well-being, and in our emotional lives. Right? It's I mean just begin to think, wow, what would it be like to be around Wealth circulators all the time. People who think this way, who are scaling their companies for a collective benefit, not just a singular benefit. Wow. Who start creating aspirational goals around giving and circulation, not just getting and accumulation. Huh. But aren't just the leaders who talk a big game, but actually take the actions that would create the outcomes such that more wealth circulation would actually occur. Just feel that in your body. Feel what that might feel like. You might feel a little uncomfortable because you might be worried, well, can I not you know, spend as much time with Bob going to the bar, getting shit drunk? Well, uh, if that's serving your needs and creating the outcomes that you want, then awesome. You don't need to change a thing. But if spending time with Bob doing those exact behaviors is also going to be Uh, slowing down or hurtful to you feeling the feelings that you just said to yourself, you want to feel in relation to the circulation of the levels of wealth that you want to circulate. Well then yes, you might be spending less time with Bob. Sorry, not sorry. You'll thank me later. Might be a little uncomfortable as you go through that process, but you know, they, they talk about iron sharpens iron. Well, wealth circulators sharpen wealth circulators be around more of them who have bigger and bigger missions and visions and are taking bigger and bigger levels of courageous action towards those visions, it creates an updraft that will just literally pull you along. I cannot uh, emphasize enough how, how almost magical that might feel. You'll do some efforts to put yourself into that jet stream, but... It will also just start, you'll just start noticing that the decisions you're making are changing. Everything in your life starts changing as a result of giving yourself an orbit of wealth circulators to surround yourself with. Now, I'm going to be honest in saying, sometimes this is where our competitiveness can come out. And I think it's a healthy competitiveness. I would love for wealth circulators to compete against each other to circulate more wealth. What an amazing competition that would be. But this really isn't a competition about anybody else. That's sort of the, uh, the shang- shallow dangle that I like to put in front of high achievers that I work with. But the real race is actually to just compete with yourself. Did you become a better expression of being a wealth circulator today than you were yesterday? that I take one step further to sharpen my skills, to improve my message, to touch more lives today than I did yesterday. That is the grandest competition of all. It's a competition with yourself to unlock your maximum impact potential, to tap into your super being, not just your human being, and to really create the most glorious life for you, your family, your community, and other beings around the world. Now, it might sound like a tall task, but you're up for it. You wouldn't have listened to all of this if if you weren't already built for this. And even if you think you aren't built for this, let go of that old identity because that's all it is. All that was was a decision that you made somewhere along the line to think that you aren't. Built for this. Oh, that's there are other people who are more equipped than me. Well, there's that old quote: if not you, then who? And I fully mean that. I have watched people go from having no business. I mean, we call it building from dirt. But what do they have? They have a belief in something bigger than themselves. They have an appetite for learning that is otherworldly. They have are all in, they're growth-minded, they're fully committed, and they just Go for it. One foot in front of the other. They believe in themselves and their vision and they go for it. I oftentimes see people wasting outrageous levels of talent and they get lapped. Those people get lapped by people with far less quote unquote talent because the other people simply take bolder action. You want to be a phenomenal wealth circulator who unlocks your maximum impact potential and touches as many lives as you possibly can during your lifetime? Simply commit to taking bold, courageous, otherworldly levels of action, consistently one foot in front of the other, like breathing oxygen every single day. It becomes involuntary. The path to becoming the greatest wealth circulator you possibly can ever be is a path through making it a lifestyle, not a burden or a sacrifice. I truly believe that the gifts I receive from increasing my commitment to being a wealth circulator year over year far outweigh what some people would perceive what I might be giving up. I will tell you this, the emotional feelings in my body when I see The ripple effects of being a wealth circulator today versus when I lost everything in 2016 are some of the most incredible feelings in my body that I could ever imagine. Let that curiosity start flowing inside of you, asking, huh, I wonder what that guy's talking about. I want to feel what that feels like to be a bigger wealth circulator than I am today. I wonder what he's on to. And I want you to also prepare for a greater level of responsibility. As you scale your commitment to being a wealth circulator, it will also come with greater levels of, of, of leadership responsibility. And with that can come additional pressures. And so it's not for the faint of heart. It's not some uh, joy ride that you just kind of go on and uh, just strap in for the ride and la-di-da and you laugh your way to glory. I would argue that it's it it has increasing levels of stress, potential stress might not happen for you, as you your headcount in your company grows, as your cash flow re- requirements and, and responsibilities increase, as the commitments to the nonprofit organizations you want to support increase. Well, what does that in, what does that ask of you? To continuously increase your identity of who you are as a wealth circulator. This is not a one-off decision in my view. This is an ever-evolving commitment. My definition of being a wealth circulator 10 years from now most likely will be very different than what my definition is today. Because let's be honest, my definitions of being a wealth circulator today, planting 1 billion trees, funding $1 billion of 0% loans to women entrepreneurs in the world, Are edgy, but only because of what I've already created up until this point. But over the next 10 years, I plan to create some extraordinary outcomes. So at that point, I'm going to revisit what my definition of being a wealth circulator is. Who knows? I may have already achieved those two goals by then. Wow, that would be amazing. I I just had to, I I just took my own breath away right there. (laughs) Like, whoa because I've been giving myself the rest of my life to create those two outcomes. And for the first time, I actually just planted the seed in my body of what it would feel like to create those two outcomes within the next decade. Woo. woo, Y'all, I hope you're feeling that. Maybe you can just climb into my skin for a second. Just feel what I might be feeling. This will give you insight into what you might be feeling along your journey of being a wealth circulator. I don't know about you, but long ago, I began to taste what it feels like to make other people's lives better. In college, I simply came up with a simple motto do good, make other people's lives better. That motto, as simply, or mission statement, personal mission statement, whatever you want to call it, has only evolved slightly. Where I now know that my mission is to help humans around the world unlock the super being inside of them, spiritually, financially emotionally, relationally, and physically. But it's only a subtle, more sophisticated, really just got fancier words than do good, make other people's lives better. Wealth circulators are those who do good and make other people's lives better. I imagine somewhere in your life, maybe once or maybe a million times, you've tasted that delicious fruit of creating impact into the lives of someone else. I'm gonna invite you right now to taste that even more deeply and sweetly than you've ever tasted. Just imagine, imagine some level of contribution out into the world that you haven't yet experienced and allow that feeling into your body. This feeling that you're feeling in your body will fuel your rise as a wealth circulator. I want to thank you so much. I want to invite you, should it feel aligned, To come to Transcendence, go to upliftmillions.com slash event or go to superbeings.app and take a next step with us. There's so many trainings, meditations, and other resources in that app that will rock your whole world. You can get a free trial. It's going to cost you nothing. So come take a next step with us. Thank you for caring about being a wealth circulator. Thank you for caring about what we do at Uplift Millions. I want to honor and salute you for the incredible super being that you are already involving yourself into. We are all the chosen one, every single one of us. What's in me is in you. I love you. Thank you so much. See you next time.